Welcome back to Becoming Bedrock. My name is Adrian Del Monte. I am so grateful you are here on this show. We talk about how men can forge a legacy of bedrock, how they can become more consistent, more disciplined, more intentional, and more permanent. This is how you create a bedrock legacy. In our first four episodes, we went through the first four pillars of becoming bedrock. Um, We talked about the importance of having a crystal clear vision. In our second episode, we dug into the six daily disciplines or rocks. In the third episode, we talk about the consistency cure, which is attaching massive significance. And in our fourth episode, we talked about why consistently good over time will make you a great father. And today we are digging into our fifth pillar. It is the hardest one, I believe, for most men. It is the idea of um, accountability. And what I want to do in this episode is kind of dispel what accountability is not and then lay out what accountability is. A lot of men do not like accountability. I think it has to do with this. There's a pride, right? I get so many guys um, who reach out through our social media and say, hey, like I'm struggling to be consistent. And so we jump on a call and we outline that they have a pretty good vision of where they want to go. They have a decent plan and then they can't stick to it. Or I lay out like, here's, here's what we could do. Here's how we could support you. And in that moment, when they see the plan includes, you know, connection to other men, they're like, no, no, it's okay. Like I got, I got this. Like I, I, I can handle it. And I always feel like, okay, good luck. I think for some guys, I, I tick them off enough that, you know, they are, going to stick to it based on some of that anger, but most of us aren't strong enough to just stick to our word. We need other men who will hold us to our word. And so today I want to dive into what is accountability. I think there are five common uh, misconceptions about what accountability is. And so I just want to rapid fire go through them. Okay. First of all, accountability is seasonal. It is not the climate. So You don't always need accountability for every um, part of your life. It is more like you you need it for certain seasons of your life. As an example, when I was on my hard physical cut and I was eating, you know, around 1400 calories a day, I needed accountability, right? Because my willpower was so low. And so for that season, I needed the men in my group. I needed coach Ryan to really step in and support me. When that was over, I didn't need it to the same degree in my physical fitness, but I did need it in my business life. I have a tendency when I get really stressed in business to sort of let that, you know, stress kind of seep into my family. And so I think one of the things that we should identify about accountability, it's it's not the climate. You're not always going to have someone watching over you all the time, but you will need it in different areas for different seasons. Okay. uh, Second point about accountability. Accountability is not babysitting. What accountability is, is highly empowering. Like I'm not coming to your house. I think sometimes people think, oh, I just need accountability. Like they need to be watched. Like you are a man. You don't need that. What you do need is someone to raise the standard and then equip you with tools. I had a great coach, probably the best coach I ever had. His name was Craig Taylor, my triathlon coach. And he did not like get on the bike with me and pedal the pedals for me. But what he did was gave me workouts that were just outside my comfort zone. 
just harder than I thought I would be able to do. And then when I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. He, he confidently could say, no, Adrian, you got this. You got this. And that's what accountability is. It's not doing the workouts for you. It's raising the bar and then equipping you and empowering you so you can step into the moment yourself. Point number three, accountability is not painful. It's actually heartening. And I use that word carefully. I'll explain it in a second. A lot of guys say, I don't want to open up with other guys. They don't like admitting weakness. They don't like saying, fell off the wagon again. Let me just dispel a myth. Uh, All the guys who get the best results admit when they fall off the wagon. The second they fall off, they say, "I'm, I'm off. Someone help me. Someone, someone raise the bar back up. And when that happens, it becomes heartening. Our hearts are full because we are doing it together. It's kind of like this feeling of a community. A community is the coming together of a people with a purpose. It's not a community if it's a social group where we all just like kind of get together and hang out. A community is the coming together of a people with a purpose. Community is a place to love and be loved. It is a place to know and be known. It is a place to serve and be served. It is a place to celebrate and be celebrated. When accountability exists in that context of us doing it together, our hearts are full. You know, it's at that moment in um, Friday Night Lights. Remember that movie? And at the end, he says, you know, it's not about perfection. It's about being able to look at your brothers and be able to say to them, I did everything I could for the sake of the team. I don't know if I got the quote right, but that's the kind of idea. Accountability is not this painful thing. It is heartening. It brings all of us to a higher level. Number four, accountability is also not awkward. It's built on mutual trust. The worst kind of accountability is when Jim enters the room and Jim is like, hey everyone, I'm Jim and I look at porn. And everyone's like, Jim, we don't even know your last name, bro. Like, you got to read the room. I appreciate you wanting to like be part of this, but there has to be a bit of mutual trust. We have a member in our group. I'm going to name him. His name is Mike. Mike is the best. And the reason Mike is so valuable in the group is that he knows us. He knows like my weight goal. He knows my lift goal. He knows my parenting goal. Mike is deeply invested in my progress. And so I trust him and I hope he trusts me. When you have that, when you're connected in this meaningful way, it's not awkward like like Jim. It's this mutual sharing and together we achieve more. Okay, final misconception. And this is the big one. It probably sums up what I've been saying so far. But accountability is not one way. It's two way. You don't hire a coach, gentlemen. You enter a community. We've had so many guys that are like, well, what's the consequence if you don't uh, if, if you don't stick to it? I need a consequence. And it's like the consequence is you let the men down. That's the consequence. It's not like I'm going to come over to your house again. You invest in the other members. How do you invest? You learn their names. You you figure out like, hey man, what's your goal? And you, you jot that down on a sheet of paper. It, it's avoiding that, you know, you enter a, a new room and you say, hey, my name is this. And they say, your name's that. And you forget. And then you see him the next day and you're like, oh, what was his name again? And you forgot. And then time goes by and it's, you've talked about like deep things, but you don't know their name and it's too awkward to ask. Right. And so instead what we do is right off the bat, we get invested in the other guys. 
You learn their kids' names. You learn what city they're from. You learn their their gym PBs. You, you're like, oh yeah, this guy's from Australia and he's on a bulk right now. You go out of your way to get to know them. And so accountability is not one way. It has to be two-way. That, that creates what I call attachment. And why is attachment so much more important than accountability? Because accountability wears off. It gets old for me to say, hey, Jim, hey, Jim, you get to the gym? Hey, Jim, you get to the gym? That kind of thing wears off. But what will last is the bonds that result from you getting attached to the other men. Here, I can't think of a better movie example than Lord of the Rings to demonstrate what attachment looks like. It's Sam and Frodo, of course, right? And and if you watch, if you've seen the Lord of the Rings, you know that the three movies have a beautiful arc to their attachment journey. Kind of in the first movie, Sam almost has to insist. It's like awkward a bit to let Frodo like come with him. And then, and then the other two hobbits, they have to like hide in the bush and like say like, we're coming, we're coming. And it's kind of awkward at the start. They're just kind of getting to know each other. And then at the end of the first movie, Frodo says, I'm going to Mordor alone. And Sam says, of course you are. And I'm going with you. (laughs) And so there's still this reluctance to enter into each other's story. That's at the end of the first movie. And and, 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 I'm not going to spoil all the movies. I assume you've seen them. They're on the mountain. They're trying to climb up, throw the ring in. And Frodo collapses and says, you know, I can't go anymore. And Samwise says, I can't carry the ring for you, but I can carry you. And that moment in itself is the result of their attachment over the previous nine hours of Peter Jackson's storytelling, right? That's how it works. Initially, it might feel a little awkward, but over time, the attachment to each other is ultimately what gets them when when, when they feel like, I can't go another step. This is why I believe that attachment trumps accountability. It's why in our program, we keep the group small. You know, when guys online are boasting, we got 500 men. I'm like, great. Everyone's doing their own thing, guaranteed. So we keep our group small, just eight to 10 men. It's a place where you can love and be loved, serve and be served, know and be known, celebrate and be celebrated. It is the coming together of a people with a mutual purpose. And what that purpose is, All of us achieving more. When you do that, when you get attached to other men, you forge yourself as a man who will last a long time, a permanent man, a bedrock man. And that's why attachment versus accountability is the fifth pillar in our Becoming Bedrock series. I want to thank you for listening. Hopefully you listened to all five. If you missed any of our first five, just give them a listen back. I think we lay out a nice framework of how you can forge your legacy of bedrock. And if you want to learn more, consider uh, joining our weekly newsletter. There is a link in the bio. You could also, uh, sorry, there's a link in the show notes. You could also reach out to me at uh, Men of Bedrock on Instagram. And I would just love to hear from you. Um, hey, we're about to start launching new episodes every Monday. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be having at least two guests every Monday. And I think you'll really enjoy those. If you were listening over on the Vince Delmonte podcast, you'll know we're bringing on high quality guests that can talk confidently about faith, fitness, and family. And um, I just encourage you to uh, share these episodes, let others know about what we're doing here. And if you don't mind, just as you're leaving today, could you do a quick review? Just drop me a review. 
about uh, what you're liking so far and if you think it warrants it, a five-star rating. I would so appreciate that and uh, I look forward to journeying with you for the next uh, months and years to come. Consistently good, men. That is what we were after. See you next time.